welcome to Your Aunties Could Never, episode 54. But it's not just episode 54, no, no. It is no. our anniversary, our one year, one year of doing this madness. Um, I'm Auntie AK and I'm here with... Auntie Farah. Auntie Nana. And Auntie Sade. Hey, ladies, how do you feel? How do you feel? Good. 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 This is the first time we've been in a room together. Ever. I mean, ever in life. We've never <laughs> met before. It's the first time we're doing the show together in the same room. We started this March 24th. So tomorrow's actually our anniversary. Um, on Zoom. And um, yeah, guys, how do you feel? It's, it's nice. It's nice that we're doing this all together. It feels like we're on TV. Yeah. Like, this feels yes. like a TV show. Because we are. Hint, hint. Thank <laughs> um, and also special. Do you know what? Now special today is. We've got some of our favourite people in the room with us. Socially distanced, of course. Yes. We invited some of our favourites. This does not mean to say those of you who regularly contribute are not our favourites. We got our specials in the house. Cut to. Say hi, ladies. So these are some of our favourite commenta commentators, commenters to the feed and stuff like that. So um, And they will be contributors today. Yes, they will be contributing their comments live in effect. So guys, get ready. Um, are you going to do the do? I'm going to do the do. So let's have by a By the way, drink. we're not sponsored by Tattinger, blah. Yeah. <laughs> but we Mr. could be. We Mr. Could Tattinger. Be. You know what I mean? <laughs> is Tattinger even a, a man or a woman? Who is it? The Who family? knows? But either way, that, uh, get in contact. Tattinger and State, please. We want someone else. Who else? <laughs> Oh, you have to wait to say. Yeah, you have to wait for that. No, I think I think our lovely Rande is going to take it to them once we're done. And we have our lovely Hi. crew. Shout out, crew! Shout Make out some crew. noise, crew! Shout out to the crew! Oh, this is fun. It's like the big breakfast. It's like the word. <laughs> <laughs> You're so old. Yeah. I'm so old. <laughs> um, uh, so. Yes, but our lovely Rande pass some drink to the people at the bank, and let's get cracking let's do with. This. The show. So, as usual, we welcome someone to the family. And on this special occasion, I think it's only right that I invite President, Ghana's president, Nana Akufo Adu. <laughs> we welcome you, Uncle, to the family because he says that Ghana will no longer be exporting cocoa to Switzerland. Because you know why? No. Because we're going to hold on to our own resources and make our own chocolate and not be exporting for no reason, whatever the case. Anyway, he's choosing instead to process cocoa and produce and sell chocolate from Ghana instead of having to buy it elsewhere, imagine. So. Well done, well done. Uncle for Akufor. Look at my tree sounding so terrible. Everyone's gonna cuss me. Don't cuss me, Ghanaians. You are killing his, his name, like. I am, innit? Yeah. We'll say it then. What? Say it. Who? Hello, Guardian. When? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, can we officially toast? Oh, yeah, we? Oh. Okay, to the auntie. To the auntie. Cheers. 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 And to everybody who's working, sorry, till we finish, yeah, we can drink after. Okay, let's get cracking. So, guys, what have you heard in the news today? This is where we get into the headlines, the politics, and the stuff of today. Auntie Nana, I think okay. you're up first. All right, so I am starting um, in the NBC New York. Um, dot com. There is a story that's been going around on the internets as well, and it is, I'm going to read the headline. Um, the white headmaster of a Catholic school in Long Island was placed on temporary leave after reportedly telling a black student to kneel and apologise to a teacher. The boy's mother said, Trisha Paul, 
who is Haitian American, told the Daily News her son was disciplined in February for working on the wrong assignment in class and after he was taken to the headmaster's office, was instructed to get on his knees and apologise because it was the African way. Wait, what? Now, aunties, <laughs> what I want to know from you guys is, is was the head teacher wrong? to have a, a little black boy apologise in an African way. And what would you do in that situation? Oh, mate, oh. Auntie, Auntie Sade, go on, <laughs> take this. <sighs> yes, he was definitely wrong, 100% okay. wrong. Mm. Um, I think that that, you know, if you're in an African country with uh, using an African system and uh, having an African culture, then that's one thing. But in your in the Western society, it's not your position. Is he using that way for all the students? Do you know what I mean? Why did he single out that boy in particular? Um, yeah, I'm not happy with that at all. I don't think I think he's using the African way as a cop out, really and truly. He's probably just a bit racist <laughs> and thought that he could take the piss with. A young child. <laughs> Auntie Farah. Um, yeah, no, the, it's, it's a no for me. Basically, I want to know if it was a little white boy, would he have disciplined him in a, in a European way? And what would that have been? You know, so you're saying an African way, and apparently he said he was taught this by a Nigerian pupil's parent. Where? In Nigeria? And if it was in Nigeria, then maybe that was how that school taught but it doesn't even say anything like that it doesn't go on to say anything like that i'm just thinking about how i would react if like i got a call from the school when i went in and they said my daughter had been kneeling and firstly you're kneeling in front of me you know what i mean like, like that story. you know what i'm trying to say yeah, like, like, yeah. you did what to who no nah, not my child so yeah he needs to the thing is he's on disciplinary yeah he should yeah. actually be sacked yeah because under what circumstances is it okay for you to make a child any child kneel under what circumstances yeah. unless they're praying i don't understand what they're kneeling for yeah so no he needs to be sacked i mean i can't say anything else because first of all imagine imagine a whole school calling me and say <laughs> imagine my child coming home and saying to me mummy the teacher made me kneel and they said it's because i'm african are you all right like there's so many levels of me running down the school without even getting a bus i'd literally fly somehow i'd fly down there and be having conversations what I don't understand everything you said. Why are you using it as an excuse just to bully this? It's a bullying tactic. Mm. You're bullying this child, singled them out, shaming them, because even it's like you're saying the child doesn't understand English, because you won't understand how to say sorry unless I talk to you in your dialect, and that means kneel. I don't even understand, and just because it's not the practice of the whole school, so he should definitely be sacked. There's no excuses, no nothing. I think the mother said that they're Haitian. I think they're Haitian Americans. Yeah. yeah. So, and she was like, I mean, it's just ridiculous. It doesn't make any type of sense. Um, wrong. Auntie Nana. All right. Okay. So I have a slightly different take on it. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking at the date and I'm thinking, <laughs> all right, it was February. And maybe this was like an exercise of kind of um, something to do with Black History Month, like another way of infusing black culture into the school. <laughs> no. And the boy <laughs> happened to be an example of a Nigerian tradition to kind of apologise. But I mean, the head teacher may have been using this as a teachable moment for everybody that this is an African <laughs> why, did, why didn't Why didn't he do it then? Do you know what I mean? If because he's making he an example... Wrong. No, but Nana. that doesn't mean he can't no, but Auntie Nana, did demonstrate. He, where was this punishment enacted? Was it in a back room or was it in front of the no, class? No, no. The, um, the head teacher was called to the room to kind of discipline the boy and then told him 
to apologise to the teacher who he had misbehaved in her class and he said and the way you're going to apologize is by kneeling because it's the african way which was taught to him by another Nigerian. Nigerian. Trolling yeah. us. you're trolling no, us you're trolling us he's not he's not i'm sorry i'm sorry no 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 no, no, no. he's haitian He's yeah. Asian. Exactly. So even if it is in his culture, so even me being a Nigerian, yeah, going to school in this country, a teacher could not tell me to kneel in front of them to apologise. No way. What? what, what? Even in Black History Month. Even in Black History Month. <laughs> that makes it even worse. That makes it worse. Right, let's just say everybody, everybody was doing this practice of you had to apologise in this way. Would then the head teacher be okay if everybody if, if it was part of the school's policy, policy that yeah. that's and and you've gone into the school knowing that that's the policy and your kid has to abide by those rules then that's a different scenario but that's not what this this is and he and if it was their policy and they were okay with it he wouldn't be on any disciplinary and he is because mm -hmm. he was wrong you know i think because it was like singled out but to me i think if it was <laughs> Okay, that it no, was no, the sorry, day or the month. And my boys, my, my lovely nephews, uh -huh. you got cool and were told that the boys had, were made to kneel in front of their teacher. You'd be right, yeah? You'd be cool. In the African way. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, <laughs> no, do you know what? I know we're going to come back to you. Let's cut to our <laughs> wonderful guest. Do you not have anything to say? Who wants to speak? And please say who you are before you come in. Antoinette? Yeah. Um, Antoinette, let's say. <laughs> <laughs> um, firstly, okay. The, in Nigerian culture, sometimes, yes, when you have to apologise, you bend or you kneel, however. Clearly, the mother didn't know anything about this. Clearly, it wasn't anything discussed in the school, because if it had been, then she wouldn't have raised it as an issue. I think he's using it saying it's the Nigerian way, because, yes, it's, it's something that is done in African culture, but it's not a reason. Yeah, the headmaster's out of order. Uh, Auntie Cindy, what would you like to say? Um, everything you guys have said, but also, can we just stop talking about Africa as if it's not 50-odd country, 50-plus countries? Mm -hmm. This African way, what does that mean? The Algerian way, the Ghanaian way, the Congo way, Congolese way? It's nonsense. Everything he said is nonsense because there's not even a teachable moment there if he's not even going to pertain to one particular nation, followed by tribe, and also, you know, particular types of customs within one country. You talk about Nigerian culture, but within that, what was it, Yoruba? Was it nonsense? Right. Sorry, sorry, nonsense. And Auntie Tani, do you have anything to contribute? Oh, just really to back up what you've all said, it was a Mickey take, clearly. <laughs> so, you know, and the guy got what was coming to him. Mate. He hasn't got enough, as far as I'm concerned. Who's he needs to get more. Yeah. yeah, it shouldn't even have been a conversation. 100%. Because I would like to know, if the roles were reversed and a black teacher made a white pupil kneel in the, I don't know, European way, what would have happened? It's just like, in this day and age, we don't need that sort of thing. Not at all. No. What is the European way of well, that's what the, I don't The know. European I way thought... of torture? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like... But, if... <laughs> but that, that same scenario, so a black teacher, let's say a Nigerian teacher, mm. is like, this is how you need to uh, apologise to it's me. Wrong. In my classroom, you have to kneel. But is that OK, then? No. no. no it's my not, because is, that's not the rules of the school. Yeah. My thing is it's making the, the child kneel, full stop and then justifying it by saying, giving this comment and thinking that everyone's going to be, oh, oh, it's all right, because he said it was this. It's, it's, the, right. it's the kneeling thing. It's I don't understand. It's not It's not. It's not. Honestly, even me, as, as, as I said, being a Nigerian, my dad was like, and we were Muslim too, like, he was like, you don't kneel for anybody but God. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So no, just absolutely not. Yeah. Let's not. Oh. 
Okay, moving on. Um, what have you heard, Auntie AK? I've heard this. But actually, <laughs> what I must make note of, which I forgot to say at the top, is today is COVID-19, UK National Day of Reflection. Um, it's basically, it's a year on since this whole thing went tits up, the pandemic and everything. And it's um, the COVID death toll at the time uh, was 335. And now, according to the latest figures on the 13th of March, it's up to 143,259. So... I'm sure I said that wrong. I can't do numbers, whatever. But at the end of the day, today is just a day of remembrance because we've been in this for a year. It's a madness. Yeah. And um, yeah, memories and love to all those we lost during this time. Um, so back to asking me what I've heard. So my story is about um, Miss Samaria Rice. I don't know if you guys know of her. She's Tamir Rice's mother, the 12-year-old that was murdered by police in America. Um, she recently kind of called out Black activists, Tamika Mallory, Benjamin Crump, Black Lives Matter, and Sean King, um, for capitalizing of black, capitalizing off of black deaths. So um, at the recent Grammys, rapper Lil Baby used his platform to make a statement about police brutality. And it began with actors pretending to shoot and kill actor, um, those guys, I don't know if you know him, Kendrick Sampson from Insecure, he's also an activist. So basically the whole scenario was Lil Baby delivering this powerful verse and then afterwards Tamika Mallory who you guys might remember spoke out and her speech went viral when she spoke out against the police who murdered um, George Floyd. Mm -hmm. So after that it's like you know people tend to use those kind of platforms to do political statements and stuff like that but Samaria said look at this clout chaser did she lose something in this fight I don't think so that's the problem they take us for a joke that's why we never have justice because of shit like this. She also said, I've tried to stay off this shit. Tamika and the crew, you bitches, chasing clout, along with Sonny, Crump and Lee. Wow. You all have literally effed up our fight. I hope not another family soul use y'all to represent them. Y'all might as well be junior pig cops. I'm mad as hell. So, um, obviously, Samira is, I mean, Samaria is really, really upset. Um, Tamika has come back and said, look, I support 100% how um, Samaria feels. We have failed her and other mothers and parents who've of those who have been killed by police. Um, she said she has tried to reach out to Samaria but hasn't been able to get in contact with her. And just for some background, Benjamin Crump is an American attorney who specialises in civil rights. Um, he's been involved with many cases such as Trayvon Martin, Michael Brown, George Floyd, um, Ahmad Arbery, Breonna Taylor and Jacob Blake and ongoing things like that. And Sean King is an American writer, civil rights activist. Ooh and co-founder of Real Justice PAC. Um, King uses social media to promote social justice causes, um, including the Black Lives Matter moment. He's raised lots of money, but there's also been lots of controversy around him whether or not he's actually even black. He claims his father is a light-skinned black man, but apparently on his birth certificate, his mum's white and his dad's white. And that's why he's thrown into a lot of debate about is he capitalising it and is he being a bit of a Rachel Dolezal in the cause. So all of that to say, how do you feel about Samira Rice's um, comments? Do you think there is a wave of black so-called activists and allies who are capitalizing off the murder of our young and our black men and women by the hands of police and the like? What do you guys think? Going to Auntie Farah. No, you're gonna go to me. Yes. Um, so, a few things with that. The problem that we've got when these police brutalities happen is that the people who have been the victims of those police brutalities almost become like public figures so you know everyone is outraged by what happens to them the black community make a lot of noise about it we come together we protest we march and this is like global and across you know it's global so 
When that happens, I think it becomes very difficult for the family con to control everything that's done in the name of their loved one. So I think what's happened to Samira, Samira Rice um, recently as well, there have been a lot of um, celebrations of his, his Tamir's 18th birthday popping up all over the place, go fund pages, and she's had to come out and say, this is nothing to do with me, I do not support this, this is not official. And again, that's because it becomes almost public. Mm. The public feel like they can do it. And within that, you are gonna get people who feel like they can make a buck off of it. Because with all these GoFund pages, where's the money going? Because if the family aren't getting it, where's it going? What are they doing with this money when they're raising these funds? So the only thing that I feel that she can do and people like her is to actually come out and say, I do not support this. This is nothing to do with me. If you want to support me, here are the details. And, you know, to me, Kamalari has now come out and, as you said, she's come out and said that we failed you. And off the back of all of this, um, Brianna Taylor's family have come out and supported her and said that, you know, they, they realise that they, she is doing well for them. And then Tamika, off the back of that, has said the problem is when these ha things happen, um, white supremacy, the way that they get us is by dividing us. So you always have to wonder some of these things that pop up is it really coming from our community or is it coming from infiltrators? Mm -hmm. That's what I always wonder. So it's just a very, very sad situation where the family are feeling like they're not in control of what happens to the memory of their loved ones. Auntie Nana. Um, you know what? I actually really think she has a point. Um, how do you pronounce her name? Samaria. Uh, it's Samaria. Samaria. That's how it's written, but you know me and my pronunciation. Okay. Samaria. It probably isn't that at all. I'm sorry if I put your name. But I definitely think there's a point there that um, activists kind of run with it. And we don't, we don't often see an activist standing by the parent or being the backup for the parents. It's like they kind of champion it. They do the speeches. They get the book deals. And really, do we know where their money's going? Like, are you actually supporting the family? The same as Black Lives Matter. Absolutely. All of the money that was sent to them, where's that gone? Because where's the black lives that are mattering more now? Like what, what has all of that fundraising money gone to? Where's the community centres? And this is all around the world that chapters popped up. Where's all of those funds? And I think it's, it's really brave of the parents coming forward and calling these people out because they have such a big platform and you don't know how it's going to go. But I guess when a mother is hurt and feels that her child's death is being capitalised by other people and they're not even getting in contact with her, to be like, look here, we did this drive, here's 10,000. We did this drive, here's 100,000. Like, do you even know how these people are feeding their kids? If they're in homes, if they are able to pay their mortgages, if they're getting counselling, I absolutely think it's, it's lip service to say we failed you pay when people call you out i really do think now it doesn't matter black white whatever when you get called out by somebody in the black community you need to do the equity thing and start handing over money there needs to be some type of payment for the the emotional labor that they've had to endure watching you get notoriety off of their pain like give her some money buy her a house um i don't think i agree with that actually i think um 
I think the business of activism is very, it's a very tricky one. You're always going to have people that doubt your intentions in terms of what you're doing when your intentions could just be pure. Do you know what I mean? And there will always be like bad actors and bad characters that will try and take advantage of your position as well, kind of thing. Like, so it's not Tamika's fault that Beyonce mentioned her. It's not Tamika's fault that she's getting all the um, media attention, but her getting the attention does generally help the cause. Do you know what I mean? Her, her being being um, uh, speaking somewhere gets more eyeballs on the on the actual uh, what whatever the priest brutality there's so many of them moment is um, do you know what I mean so I think that it's it it must be difficult and then you know you know I went on to her social media page and it was just person after person after person just like like saying how much she does, that like she's up at three o'clock in the morning, she's responding to messages and all this kind of stuff. Like that, that work is relentless. I, I, I don't do that work. Do you, know, do you know what I mean? Like I couldn't do that work because it's so demanding, it's so it's draining. Everybody, everything, the cause goes before you. Do you know what I mean? So I just think that, you know, at, at the end of the day, Tamika even being in that position, is she's got a target on her back. Do you know what I mean? Like kind of thing, I can't imagine the amount of death threats she gets, the amount of, you know, I think like one of the protests that she was at, I think the police cornered them and stuff and they didn't know whether they was gonna get out alive and that sort of thing. So I think it's, you know, it's easy um, to read this as, you know, another black person doing a shady thing. And I really don't think it's that case. What I think is it's just like people, this is a very sensitive thing and people are hurt, you know, after all the protests and after all the money that's given, their son or their daughter or their husband or wife is not back. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't, it doesn't match losing that life, you know? So that hurt, I can't, do you know what I mean? So I, I, I can see how someone could lash out and not see the other side of the coin. Do you know what I mean? So I don't, why I don't want to, I don't want to like put the blame or, do you know what I mean, on her either. But I just want to, you know, I think that ultimately what is what has happened over the last year has been good for us. Yeah. I think. I think, I mean, everything you guys say, I, I think there just needs to be some sort of protocol when these people put themselves in the forefront as activists and speak on behalf of all these people because, you know, even down to, you know, the other day, um, there's going, we've shared a story on the British Blacklist about the new Stephen Lawrence, um, yeah, another kind of dramatization, and they're, they're doing a show like 30 years on after his death, dramatizing that. It's been sanctioned by the Lawrence family, which is fine, but even in finding a picture and using Stephen's picture in our social media posts, I felt a bit of reservation because, like, if I was, you know, Doreen, um, or her husband, sorry if his name's escaped me, just keep seeing his face. Though, they've, they, though they have campaigned on that and they're, in quotes, okay, seeing your son's face, whatever day mood you're in on a certain day, that could be the trigger for setting your whole day off course. Or you could be buoyed by it and like, yeah, empowered. And this is what, this is the whole meaning of the whole cause that you're fighting for. So I just think there has to be diligence done. If you're gonna put yourself in the forefront, Tamika Mallory, I, exactly everything you said, Auntie Sade, but I think there has to be, if you're gonna go, if you're, if you're invited to speak, then make sure, and it is down to the basis of having the receipts, that you reached out to all the people that you're going to mention in your conversation, or don't mention them in your conversation. And, in, and then if someone's like, well, you left out that person, they say, well, respectfully, I didn't speak to that family, so I don't wanna speak on their behalf. Because then it starts to be accountability, accountability, so then, 
anyone who in anyone who's in that situation, like Samira, Samaria, who feels like you guys are capitalizing on my son's death, you don't mention Tamir in your mouth then. You just talk about everything, because there's enough to actually talk about, to be honest, unfortunately. So don't mention the people that you haven't been in contact with. Get their approval that I am gone this run, and it is, I am an activist, I'm taking this on, because families can't always take this on. It's a lot to deal with and be in the forefront. You can't be rolled out all the time and speak all the time. It's a lot to deal with. So this is why these people, if they're the chosen people, can do it. And they're taking on that. And I think we do need these people, but then you just have to follow protocol. You have to get in contact with the people, the families, and make sure that you get their approval. And people like Benjamin Crump, I mean, it's a catch-22 because, yeah, there's that whole, in quotes, the ambulance chaser. They're looking for, you know, a quick, a quick legal case. And there's some of that, for sure, I'm sure. Like, you get to be in the limelight, you're a superstar lawyer, and you probably, you've got to really manage your ego to be in that position and not feel it and not feel kind of buoyed by that celebrity. Like, you know, Johnny Cochran had that. You know, once he freed OJ, he was the man, the go-to man. Everyone was calling on Johnny Cochran. And I had to call on Johnny Cochran, do you know what I mean? <laughs> And there is that thing with us, because we're in these situations, we don't trust authorities. We don't know who to trust. So if you've got someone like Benjamin Crump, and he knows down for the cause and he speaks all the right language, it's a gift and a curse. Because yes, he could do the slick black talk. Yeah, I'm with you, sister. And then I hire him because I feel like he's relatable. But at the same time, it could be that he's using those kind of slick, slick words to get into, the, get into it. And he gets money, he gets, um, he gets presents, and he gets more clients and stuff like that. It's hard to tell, but again, you know, and also families will seek out that man, you know, like, yeah, I want Benjamin Crump. That's like I said, I'm gonna go for Benjamin Crump because he knows what to deal is. He's had experience, so it's hard to call him out. But I think Samaria said that she'd hired him at the beginning and then she got rid of him yeah. because she weren't happy with how things were running. And so if you feel that the case is not about your child, it's about the person, the lawyer and the people, his team, then you know what, you know, fair's fair, fair's fair. I, I stand by her calling people out. She has every right to, if that's how she feels. Um, and it's a shame that this has to happen again with us in the limelight. You know, all our laundry in the street. I wish we were more cohesive and together, but you know, it's wishful thinking. I wish people just weren't killing us unnecessarily. And, and there's that. Do you know that, what I mean? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we shouldn't have to be here. No, I get that. That's the thing. We shouldn't even have to be here. Sean King jury's out because we still don't know whether he's a Rachel Dolezal or, I mean, he's a problematic one for time. But again, if he is, you know, whatever you feel, he's either a white man doing stuff for us on our behalf, or he's. You know, he actually is a, a mixed race man or light skinned man that's doing his job. And it's just about the shame. You've got to be transparent. You've got to have all your bank details ready to go because people are going to call you into question regardless. So have all your receipts in order. That's all I'm saying. Um, let's get some comments from Facebook and then we'll go to our lovely guests. Um, we don't actually have any comments with regards to that story. Wow. Yeah. Okay, guys. guys. Do I know we're not, you know, in our bedrooms at the moment, but do comment <laughs> yeah. and join us, man. Join don't us. be scared. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, in the audience, what do you guys think? Do you have anything to say? It's a lot. I mean, everything. It's really complex, very nuanced discussion. I mean, I was an accidental activist um, in Brixton. I was just like put into the forefront to lead the charge, and ended up sort of leading a campaign that had three and a half thousand people turn up at Windrush Square over the course of two or three weeks of campaigning and drawing all these different activists and honestly if I hadn't have had a past experience of being somebody that had been in the limelight in many years ago it would have got to my head you yeah. know and that's the thing you know from the, this this sort of modern activist thing like over the years I've been told that I'm a, you know Cindy what can we call you oh you're an activist and it's this cool thing and you know, I do think that unfortunately not enough people are thinking about how to be 
um, humble and to think about things like estate and finance, as Nana quite rightly said. You know, if you're going to help a family, you know, straight away with that fundraising, like you say, the transparency is, is important. You want to be, you know, have an opportunity to be standing with the family members at all times and trying to work with them. And good intentions, Sade, as much as I hear what you say, don't always come to, you know, end in the right place. So I think you have to have a mature approach to activism. And unfortunately, we don't have that because we're in a really interesting age of new celebrity on social media. And so everybody, you know, you get like a couple of shares that the serotonin kicks in and you yeah. say, yay, you know, Malcolm X. It's like, no, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. calm down. Um, so in short, I'd say my own advice, if anyone, you know, thinks about sort of helping families is that's what you want to do. You want to go to their home and you want to build a rapport and ask them what they would like of you before you're there broadcasting yeah. and have that that always be their vocal piece not the other way around yeah. that's that's what I would say yeah. yeah anyone else want to say something yeah totally agree with um, what Auntie Shade was saying actually I think that the, the issue here is when your grief becomes public yeah. and politicised rather than personal and that can just lead to the outbursts that we see here but I don't find it to be a bad thing I think it's it's a learning process there's a learning curve people not everyone has got the voice to speak up not everyone's got the the will to take on those issues and fight for them so when there is someone who can speak up on your behalf if you're immersed in grief that's probably the last thing that you're thinking about going and changing laws and going through court cases so it's great to have those people who will take up the mantle for you and say I'll fight the fight they're going to get it wrong because they don't have that personal connection. But as long as there's that communication, there's that, that, that pull and, and push, I think in the end you can, you can get to a happy medium. But it's never going to be perfect from, from the set, though, do you know what I mean? Thank you. Cool. So, I mean, anything else to come back on, guys? No, I think. Yeah. All right, so, Auntie Nana. Nana, thank you. <laughs> what have you heard? I've already done mine. Yeah. Auntie Sade, <laughs> see? Well, I haven't got the running yeah. order. <laughs> Someone took my, my running order. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so, Polish TV, uh, oh, your yeah. face sounds familiar. Um, a TV show um, in Poland, obviously. Um, came under fire after a clip of a white contestant went viral of her literally taking off a black face. So the name of the woman escapes me, but basically she, um, she was basically painted brown. She had like a wig, um, Afro wig. I mean, it was bad. Like they done like cut lines into the wig. Like, do you know what I mean? It was bad. And um, she um, basically performed a track, uh, I'm a piano track called Jerusalem on the show. And there've been other contestants on the show that have imitated uh, uh, Tina Turner, Michael Jackson, and even Beyonce. Imagine. Oh. Um, but anyway, the TV show have responded to the criticism and they're saying that they're very surprised. Could you imagine? They're very surprised of all the negative criticism. And I just wanted to ask you, ladies, what do you think should happen when companies like this use blatant racism as entertainment? Auntie. Who hasn't gone first? Auntie Farah? No, I'm not Auntie first Nana. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wouldn't call this blatant racism. <laughs> 
we have a theme. You need to explain. <laughs> because, all right, so this is a show. They've done this before. I think, like, context of the country as well, like, it is a part of the... Can we call them the Eastern Bloc? I've said it. It's, it's that part of Europe. And I think um, their kind of race relations are not up to par. And I'm not surprised. I don't, I don't know if you can put it in that blatant racism category because there's so many different layers. And, and to me, all around the world, people do things that come under the umbrella of racism and we don't have outcries for it. So what has this TV show done that is so wrong? I mean... She was peeling off her nose. I mean, if you hadn't have seen the peeling off thing. So I think the peeling off of the face was shocking yeah. to watch. But then the performance to me, she can't really sing. It was poor. But if this is what they do, they get singers that are popular in their country yeah. to reenact popular singers around okay. the world. All right. What was bad about it? I hear you. I hear you. But I was thinking, okay, we used to have a show here Stars in the UK in called Stars in Your Eyes. Yeah. Yeah. If I went on there and was like, tonight, Matthew, I'm going to be Madonna and like painted my face white, you don't think there'll be a bit of a problem with that? I personally know. So, okay. I don't think it works don't the other way around though. I don't know. Like, but like, even if it, okay, if it was a white person that done that to like Beyonce here, do you know what I mean? What do you think that's a yeah. problem? Yeah, I, I would be like, because the conversation has moved on over here, okay. it would be really tone deaf to but do that Poland, here. Isn't Poland part of the con Commonwealth, no? Well, it's a part of Europe. Yeah, it's a part of Europe, yeah. so it should be part of the Commonwealth as well, kind of thing, hopefully. But if they, anyway, my point is that we should be governed by similar, I know we're out Brexit, that's what I'm speaking, but, um, <laughs> but I feel like we should be governed by sim similar rules. And if they can see that there is a negative outcry on social media, surely they should be learning that this is not accepted and that the, the small groups of black people in their country are probably feeling marginalised because they're doing this blackface. But is that, this is what, okay, I think my thing is, maybe I just really don't understand the offensiveness of blackface in this instance because to me it didn't it wasn't the same as like the minstrel show mm. it wasn't like it's, that because yeah you weren't just oh we don't we can't get black performers or we don't know where they are and so we just dressed up white people as black she was enacting a singer you, you so, don't have to number one you don't have to choose that person to impersonate number two you don't have to change your race and to do it number three you're doing it for the purposes of entertainment like i want to be a black person today to entertain like seriously are we a joke is that what we are like i can't I, no i just see i'm a little bit <laughs> conflicted and i'll tell you why i'm conflicted there's this little film and it's called Coming to America. Oh, Lord. Not two, obviously, because no one talks about that pile of dog poo, but we're talking about, we're talking about one. And in that film, the original, in that film, one of my favourite characters says, taste the soup. And we all know who I'm talking about. Eddie Murphy dressed as a Jewish man. And he, he is, you know, in full prosthetic makeup to be white. It's not the first time that Eddie Murphy's done that either in that particular film. Now that is for the purposes of entertainment. The reason why I'm conflicted is because of the other bits that you were saying. I would like to know the tone of the show and the tone in which it was done. So I just, I just, I don't know, I'm conflicted. Like if you're doing it 
in in like a mockery. Empty Nazi's thing was how many years ago? And he did it the other day. Yeah, and he should have. And he should be. I know. That's why I'm saying I I'd like to understand the tone. I think it's there is part part. I don't know where I am anymore. Part of it is what you said. Like how far has that country come? You know, we've come a long way and we understand what is wrong and what is right. And, you know, you don't do certain things like that. In the green. In, and, I, and I just don't know if they're there yet. And, and that's not to say that I agree totally with them. That's why I was like, I don't, I'm a bit conflicted. I, so. Look. Because it did happen here on Stars in Your Eyes. That has happened here. They have dressed up as other races. They on had the a whole minstrel show on the BBC. And it's only yeah. like within decades, like yeah. within time, we've had minstrel yeah. shows on the BBC and it was sanctioned. But it, I think, it, for me, it all boils down to, are they taking the piss out of That's us thing. or not? And if we're taking the piss, and I don't even think we can excuse the fact that it's a small Eastern Bloc, if they're not Eastern Bloc, small European country that doesn't know better. We're in 21, you cannot continue to be like, oh, I don't know. There's enough national news level issues about racism and performative behavior when it comes to black people. So there's no reason that you, uh, there's no reason a Polish country can act like, oh, we didn't understand, we don't think it's bad. In this day and age, we've still got Amsterdam with its black um, St. Yeah, Nicholas yeah. Um, parade that Nicholas. people have been complaining about and they're putting their, stick, putting their foot down and saying, no, we're gonna yeah. keep doing it. So I don't buy the ignorance. I don't buy them getting the back, uh, get out card for ignorance. I don't buy that. <laughs> but I also do feel a little bit like, okay, if it wasn't for the historical nonsense, if people want to dress up how they want to dress up, I don't know if I feel... I, do you know what actually offended me the most? Was seeing it peeled off the person's mm. face and sitting there like it looked like a, like yeah. a distorted, yeah. mutilated black face. Yeah. And that, and the cameras sitting on that, like whoever filmed it, sitting on that, that was a mental torture to me. And I think that was horrible. And I feel like whoever filmed it, were they racist? Because I didn't like wait, seeing wait, the face wait, sitting You're there. saying that just because you saw the the behind the scenes makeup there no, no, no. that, that that was offensive mm. but the actual no 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 the actual act and irritate of course it irritated me but i'm just saying we took having this big wide conversation about it maybe if that if it generally was i just love this song so much i love this artist but and i just no, want no 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 I'm, no I'm, okay I'm go, go, go go lands lands i'm not <laughs> saying i'm not saying that i am happy with it but if the person was innocent and just got overexcited and thought, okay, I just want to do this, I might be like, okay, cool, but this is, you just can't do it again. But then how do you, There's how no do you need teach? Like, this is the thing, like, if, because the thing is, it's like, they're not a country in isolation, right? Mm. People exactly. go there. As a black person, I might want to go to Poland one exactly. day. Do you know what I mean? By seeing that, do you think I'm, I, do you know what I mean? Do you think that's going to encourage me? No, they, they might not care at the moment, but they might in one day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it doesn't, it doesn't encourage me yeah. to want to go there. No. If that's the way they're looking yeah. at people that look like me, so, that's like, crazy to me. And I just think... You wouldn't go, like, that's a... No, 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 I'm just saying okay. that in this day and age, yeah, yeah. we shouldn't be... Um, Allowing us pampering yeah, exactly. people doing this. This is an entertainment company. It's yeah. not like okay, we're reenacting um, something for educational purposes. This is to entertain. This, mm. They're taking the. They're, it's a mockery. No. It's. A, I want to say it's a fucking mockery. I agree. I just felt like in every individual. I just think there's an because, element of. I'm sorry, sorry. Can I just say as well? It's just like even when our footballers go over there, mm. this is why they get monkey chance yeah, because yeah. they're taking the fucking yeah. piss. <laughs> we got all the around the world do yeah. you know what I mean so why can't we, it's like basically saying we can't we're not safe there and actually by them putting out the statement and saying oh we, we're not aware it's just like well, what's the repercussion that's a lie yeah. I mean no, I, I, I suppose 
What these shows all need to look at is how far they go to impersonate whoever it is that the person's impersonating. Because you can just go and you can sing a song and you can dress. You don't need to have. No, but you can. You no, don't no, have to no, change no. your skin colour. You can sing the song, but you don't necessarily. So what? You're saying you that. You can sing if you're a song. Do you know what? No, do you know what my problem is as well? Because it's like the act of Jerusalem. That's what, that, you know that song's. And what offended me, because I didn't even finish. My point is, it offended me that Jerusalem is like an anthem right now. Yeah. For those who love. Afrobeat or whatever. That tune's an anthem. Yeah. So it's like, right. my point that is, it's because of the act, like, putting, that's like leaving the other day when I did the fucked up accent the other day and you look like you look, I did the accent kind of wrong. Yeah. You've, got to re- you've got to do the whole but, thing. But the thing is, it's no, not cool. Because the thing is, the, thing, cool. the thing is for it's me, cool. I disagree with you with that. Because I disagree with you with that because if you like a type of music, you like a type of music. And when, and we're, when, we're, the accent. when we're singing Biggie and all them things there, I'm not saying, oh yes, pop, pop up. No, but do the accent properly. And we're black anyway. They might feel like they're doing the accent properly. It doesn't know, offend me that they like the music. Like what you like. No, like what you what like. What I'm saying is, maybe in this day and age, what they should be doing is just singing it and dressing as the person rather than peel, peeling on the whole skin. But then the thing, the skin is part of the accent as well. Because when away. you put on the whole show, <laughs> throw it away. <laughs> throw it away, man. It's too offensive. It's too offensive. Because they can't do black music on this show. I'm saying that they can't dress up as black people. I get that. Yeah. They can't. Yeah. Well. can't. I feel like this is no, 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 Come on. No, that's not. No, so what if you are you right? So you'd be alright with them doing If they're singing a soca tune, if they're singing if they're singing if they're singing a soca tune and they're talking about Juve I I would be more offended if they're not doing it. Because like I said, we all listen to American music. I I get it. But we're black though. No, 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 wait, so, no, sorry, let me, let me just make it clear. You lot will be okay I'm hearing okay. someone say, I don't want They say it anyway. But in a big they fake Caribbean anyway. accent. They say it anyway. Listen, <laughs> listen, say, listen. I, hola, calm down. You'll be all right They say it anyway. That's so, so, wait, 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 wait. I can't do, I can't do, I cannot do like a, a great Ghanaian accent, yeah? If a tune comes on, I want to sing. You trying to tell me I shouldn't sing it? No, but you're black. If it, come on, man. You've got to be wiser than that. You've got to be wiser than that. And you're not bad. You don't say, oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Oliver. Why do you all Oliver. Oliver. sound the same? <laughs> sound the same. <laughs> Okay, let's get the comments. Um, okay, so uh, Sonia, yes, notice Sonia, thank you. And then Sonia also says she's loving the new format. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Um, Candy says there are so many black and Polish couples here. I can't believe um, people didn't know in this day and age. <laughs> yeah, I'm right with you, Candy. Um, ladies in the audience, what do you think? <laughs> you, what, what you guys, what, what, I'm with you, Shade, Auntie Shade, because what you guys are doing is bringing false equivalents, right? History, decades, hundreds of years of history. You know, we know that Eastern Europe has poor race relations with the African diaspora. So unfortunately, um, no, I can't be as forgiving. Like, if a, if, a Carib- if, a, if a fellow Jamaican is making fun out of the garden, so we have a history yes. of healing and understanding so we can actually jive with one each other, yeah? I can't say that for the Poles. Um, funny enough, are we, even though we've had this really interesting uh, connection with them over, you know, the last 20, 30 years here, have we been mocking them? Like, honestly, in comedy and entertainment, where is the need for that kind of low bar of entertainment as well? 
there's other ways. I think you've already said it. I'm happy for black music to be celebrated in any part of the world, but do you really need to do blackface? Blackface is punching down. Yeah. When we're in a place of unicorns and utopia where there's equilibrium <laughs> within all of us, wear blackface, do what you want, but we're nowhere near that. Yeah. And European countries and practically every white-skinned nation on the planet has very poor track record with blackface. So for that reason, I'm with you, Auntie Shadow. Auntie Antoinette, I know you want to say. <laughs> I don't get the blackface. If you want to sing the song, sing the song. You know, I sing songs by many white artists, not very well, but I sing the song. But I don't feel the need that I need to be white. What? And again, like you were saying, Auntie um, AK, did the, 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 does the skin and everything help her sing yeah. the song better? No, it's a wrong one. It's the othering, isn't it? Yeah. Why do white people want to dress up and be black? Do they want to experience it through their cells and their bones and their blood? I don't know. Yeah, it's just the ultimate othering. Step into their lives. And isn't it funny? Yeah. The other thing, sorry, is that when, they, when anybody blacks up, are we pretending that they're not having a laugh at yeah. our expense when they're doing yeah. it? Yeah. All yeah. making fun in the makeup yeah. room and making their little on PC jokes that they can't get away with mm -hmm. on camera. Mm -hmm. Let's be honest, the whole thing is a mockery. And you know what also? You know, also, it's like the accessories they put around the performance, like they'll get guys in breakdance outfits, like <laughs> chat suits. Like, is that it? Like, why haven't they, you know, I mean, this is Jerusalem, so they could have, it, actually, we're lucky they didn't get tribes people. Come <laughs> <laughs> and stuff. But you know what? I think there definitely is a point to that. Like there's a fascination in dressing up in yeah. black skin yeah. that I am, we, we don't have the same. So it's a, th those are the areas for me that are a bit more interesting. Like why is there this fascination to step into black skin? But we don't seem to have the same fascination stepping into white skin. There's lighter, but not white. You don't get the same type of dressing up stuff that comes the other way. It's like, that's an interesting phenomenon in itself. I think we're reluctant to admit, and we, those who um, really are suffering under this weight of being black, I think there's, a, there's not a conversation of admittance. People don't admit that readily. They'll bleach and maybe not admit that I'd rather be white. Definitely have those conversations. But I think white peoples or outside our culture struggle with the fact that we are so damn cool. And everything about black, black affects culture globally. What we do goes, what we do says, but for some reason, everyone understands that, yeah, to be black is a problem, but everything else about being black ushers the world forward. So they know our special source and they know like, yeah, let me step into it. If they could be us, I feel like they would be us, but it just comes with a whole heap of Black Lives Matter shit that they can't, you know, shake off. So it's easy to put it on and take it off, just to experience being super cool. Imagine. For five minutes. Bye. Interesting. So. What? Have you heard, Auntie Farah? Well, <laughs> seeing as we're talking about race, I thought I'd bring in the fact that... Um, so, since Meghan and Harry's interview with Oprah, I have noticed a lot of black friends being wheeled out by the palace. You know, uh, the day after the interview, you've got Prince William and Meg, and not Meg, what's her name? Kate. Kate, you've got Prince William and Kate and they're out on an official tour of a school or somewhere like that and they're with their black friend, the teacher or whoever it was. And then you've got um, 
Prince William's friend coming out and saying, it pains me that he's be having to say anything because, you know, he's not racist and I've known him for 10 years. My thing, my question to you is this, considering how quiet William was during the whole Meghan and Harry thing talking about race and then how loud he was when it came to racism in football, do you think that William was actually the one that said the thing about colorism? Do you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna answer. <laughs> Auntie AK, what do you think? Well, what I think is, I, do you know what? I actually don't even care who said it, but I do think it might be, it's between him and Charles. I think it's between him and Charles. But I don't care, because beyond that, it's like, what are you doing, fam? This fake PR tour is so and it's exposing the fact that you said it because no one ever said nothing. Well, yes, you were the whole family is accused of racism, but why are you doing the most? Why are you rolling? And sorry, I can't even, I don't even give a damn about William. Mr. Shay or back in, excuse me, Mr. Man doing a whole article talking about he's not racist. My friend William, you just because you, you slept rough, you didn't sleep rough with him. You did one night of an experiment. We, we've all, I've said it, I'm going to go and sleep rough to experience what it's like to be homeless so I can contribute to the cause. I ain't done it yet because I'm scared because I don't want to. It's scary. I don't want to feel that and do fake performative. I think it's actually insulting, not to anyone who's done it for genuine causes, but for me, myself, I know I'm not going to do it again. So this is performative. Prince William sleeping rough is nonsense. It means crap all because he's going back to his, ho his, his hotel, his own mansion, his Buckingham Palace, his palace, right? So I don't care. Don't, how, how can you even let those words utter into an, in, an interview to be forever kept online? Your words saying that he slept rough with him. You're invited to his wedding. One of three black people that were invited to the wedding, by the way. <laughs> Kate and William's wedding and one of three of them. So what? And also, um, you're the head of Centrepoint or whatever the case is. And apparently your branch of Centrepoint came into um, disrepute because apparently you're going on jolly jaunts with the royal family and not actually putting the funds back into Centrepoint that really needs it. So Mr. Shea, I'm so annoyed i've said it before black people stop speaking on behalf of white folks and saying that they're not racist because you cannot jump inside their mind and speak for them don't ever and shay do you talk to william on a regular do you go for drinks with him do you have dinner with him can your child shay marry <laughs> because you're a very black man and i think you have a black wife so i think your child is very dark so can your dark child also marry one of the many how many kids they got four three three, three. So the daughter can, whatever, whatever, whoever's got whatever, whatever, can they get together and create a new, a new, a new world order? Can they? No, I don't think so. Shut the, f don't do that, don't do that. So I couldn't give a damn if William, I actually don't give a damn if William said it or not. You could say, you couldn't say, this PR root thing is fake news. You've never had a black friend. Harry, yeah, he's had, you know, homies and stuff. Been to Africa looking at all the women saucily. So <laughs> Harry's got more proof. William, you're sitting on a throne carried by Africans in Africa. Are you all right? Are you okay? So sorry. I want to swear so badly. Auntie Sade. Um, guys. So, uh, this is a bit of a tricky one for me because I actually used to be, I used to stay in Centrepoint properties. So I, I used to uh, live in hostels and stuff when I was a young person. And so like the legacy of Princess Diana and everything was, is very important to Centrepoint. So from a PR standpoint, in terms of they're being talked about and they're in the press, it's a perfect move for him to do. Do you know what I mean? For that. Um, but of course, it's, it's ridiculous. That, do you know what I mean? It's like, 
what do you call it, a 1990 called. They, they, want, they want their, their race strategy back. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not a racist strategy. But yeah, I just think, um, I mean, he's obviously trying too hard. I think no. that, yeah, it probably, he's probably trying because he feels guilty that probably that he's part of the problem why, you know, Harry and Meghan have left. So yeah, but he's going to have to live with that, unfortunately. So yeah, we'll see. I have a question for you guys, because to me, I'm slightly conflicted. Now, let's say you knew one of the royals and they've come at asking or through their secretary, like, there's this piece and, um, you know, Vogue want you to talk about your connection to the royal family. And also within the piece, you need to say that they're not racist and you've been welcomed into their family and they're going to pay you a few grand. Can you honestly say you wouldn't do it? I'll just follow it. I'll no, no, no. Let Auntie Nana I'm doing it for two million. That's my price. You can buy two million. Two million is my price. You can buy a black. I, I'm, I'm prepared, prepared to be bought. I, I'm prepared to do that for 10 million a year. Okay. Auntie Farah. Um <laughs> Okay. I'm going to answer your question first. I... If William was my bedroom, right? And I mean, like, my true bedroom, I can phone man, text man, blah, blah, blah. And they wanted to wheel me out. I'd let them wheel me out. But then I would caveat it by this. I cannot throw my hand in the fire for no one. He's not done nothing to me. That's it. I can't speak for every black person and I can't speak for what goes on in his head. I can talk about our relationship. And to me, he's not been racist. That's what Mr. Shaye did. He's not saying that. He's No, he didn't. He said, I've never seen... No, he said he's always been decent and... He's not saying to me. He's saying there's no way this man's racist. You don't know that. You cannot put your hand in the fire for nobody. You can't, and it's not, and like I said, like you said, it's not like he's with William every day. Bruv, you slept on the streets 12 years ago for like a night, surrounded by fucking security. Nah, come on now. Come on now, bruv. That's not your brethren. That's not your brethren. Can you go around for dinner? Are you at Kensington Palace now? You're not. Right. This, this is the thing. This is, let's, let's think about it this way as well. The royal family don't even really see each other like that. Yeah. So let alone you. Harry said when he wanted to chat to his gran, he had to speak to the CEO and the CEOs got together and they see her, they saw each other. They, it's not like he's, they're ringing up each other and saying, well, go on, bruv, that's not happening. They have to speak to their people. Yeah. So it's not like that. So this man here, do not make out like you've got William on speed dial and he's right. answering you. you. You can't. <laughs> and for that fact, I'm saying he shouldn't throw his hand in the fire. Just say, to me, I have not ever experienced any form of racism by this man. You can say that all day long. Now, what I want to say is, I feel like William did it. I feel like William said to his brother, this is going to be quite interesting. I wonder what Tony's going to come out. I, I, feel like William, I feel like William did it. Because he may have, uh, I just feel like he did it because it's all too well placed. Think about it this way. William comes out and says, I, I hate the fact that there's racism in football. I condemn it. He comes out openly, more openly than he's ever come out before and said anything about this. This was two weeks before they announced that William and, ha ha 
Meghan and Harry were going to go and sit down with Oprah Winfrey. It was two weeks before. William has never, not once, even now, hasn't come out and said, I, I'm sorry for everything that Meghan and Harry went through. He just came out and said, no, we're not a royalty family yeah. at all. He's had the opportunity to talk. Right. Why don't you just say something? Yeah. Just say something. Because it's clear as day, it's clear as day that this, this girl, this, this woman is being racially um, victimised. She is. She's being targeted. And no matter if you want to say, oh, it's not that, it's not, oh, you know, oh, yeah, that's just how they are. Everyone's been through it. You know that it is. Yeah. So and let's not forget as well, Harry came out after the interview and said it wasn't the Queen yeah. and it wasn't Prince Philip. Yeah. Yeah. He, never, he could have said, and it wasn't William and it wasn't my yeah. dad. Yeah. Yeah. He never said that. Why are you going to come out and say it wasn't the Queen and it wasn't Prince Philip? I William and Charles. And Anne, yeah. No, and not Anne's Anne's Anne. Anne. Yeah. No, Anne's not Anne's Anne. Anne's 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 Anyway, I feel yeah. like it was William and Charles because those are the closest people to Harry. And if you look Andrew's at how Harry yeah, felt... Andrew's vexed. Now, Andrew's vexed. Right. Prince Andrew's vexed because all the shit's on him. He's like, you anyway, I've got all this stuff. What about your black piccaninny? That's what Andrew said. <laughs> That's what Andrew no. said. I feel like if Andrew said it to Harry, Harry would have thrown him under the bus no, and said, I don't no, care about that man there. They barely mentioned him. They would have complained about too like much protocol. But boy. Okay, thanks. Um, <laughs> so let's get, to, have we got some comments? Uh, let's go to the audience first. Ladies, what do you think? Was it William? And also, what do you think about Uncle Shay backing his homie? Well, <laughs> firstly, for the guy backing um, William, Good luck to you because I don't know, like NT um, Farah said, how can you throw your hand in the fire from you don't know, you're not with him right. all the time. Secondly, as to was it William? Yes, it was. <laughs> it was William um, because Kate said it. Because this is a, something a woman would say. This is a woman. So it was either Kate and Camilla talking no, and they were saying, oh, I wonder what, how dark this baby's going to be. And then either William or Charles went to Harry with the story. Oh. But it definitely came from one of their women and it passed up the line. And what I found kind of like interesting since then, like you're right, um, William hasn't come out in any support of his brother or his wife or said anything, but yet still, the other day, they um, put on their Instagram or something how his kids had done a card for um, um, Princess Diana and said, Papa misses you very much. What? what? When did they, so why all of a sudden, because what, Harry was talking about his mum and how much he misses his mum and his mum's left him. Then all of a sudden, mm. um, one of your children, William, is coming out with a, oh, um, a, a, a Mother's Day card for a lady and said, Papa misses you very much. So yeah, they're trying to do this PR thing to make him look better than he actually is. It's him. It's him. It's him. Yeah. Anyone else? Oh God, too much, too much. <laughs> Go on, too first point, um, first rule of anti-racism is never to declare you're not a racist. So that, you're banished from when you say that, doesn't matter how. 
Um, second coin, um, did William say it or whoever? They all said it. Let's just get up. Stop, stop with this. I know, I know it's nice to gossip. I like the gossip and the rats, but they all said it. And this happens across the... Luckily, a lot of mixed race uh, people came out to discuss this. If you go on Twitter and look at certain hashtags, and they will tell you on their white side of their family, so much nonsense surrounding yeah. those kind of comments yeah. are there. So let's just say... They said, all of them said it, they all agreed on that. Um, thirdly, no one wants to talk about the um, leak of William's affair. Yeah, I'll say it on yes. this. And, and what, and you know, get sued by, I don't know. The man had an affair, it would seem. And you know, this seems why, this seems like the most legitimate reason why Harry and William fell out. I imagine that Harry was like, you know what, Wills, you can't be doing that kind of game. And that's where the real falling out came, because yeah. he actually really checked for Kate. Yes. You saw that relationship before everything. Mm -hmm. And Kate has stood by her man because future king, and she's like a, also an aspirational. Yeah. But that's the other important thing. In terms of the two million, I'll, I go with um, Farrah on that, Auntie Farrah, because as far as I'm concerned, like younger white, all of my white allies around me, they know that they are inherently racist and they are unpacking being racist. So here's the thing, if you're, if you're a sensible white ally, you should know that you are intrinsically racist just by the system you are born in. So for you to even start to deny that you have any of it in you, you're rubbish. In the same way, in the same way, in the same way that we ourselves have anti-blackness within us as black people. So I've got white friends around me telling me I'm not a racist. They're like Cindy. There are things that I know I need to unpack. Mm. So that that even that two million doesn't even need to be there. So that's how I feel about it. You would take two million. No, because at the end of the day, what should be really happening is that. William, if he was smart and got the right people, he would be saying, I know I have things to right. work on. Yeah. You see, now he would engage me if he said that, yes. because that's truth. And we, can, and we all like to forgive humans. That's the funny thing. The right apology hits nicely. Yeah. So right. if he actually said, you know what, I've got a lot of things to learn, and I'm unpacking that, which is exactly what Harry has been doing. Yeah. Harry was wearing a Nazi costume to yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. But all of a sudden, we all like Harry. So it shows you that forgiveness is all within us. So Harry's just got the wrong PR team from 1970. What well, he should go to Poland, William. where they're William. sorry, William, where they're yeah. still talking nonsense about <laughs> rap blackface because his 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 method, yeah, because his method of apology is relegated to 1970s Poland. You know what I mean? It's old school. Okay, yeah. I understand. Anything else? Yeah, I think that's actually what the issue is, is who's scripting what William's coming out with. Right, it's yeah. not coming from the heart, it's not natural, it's just, it's not spur of the moment. He's been briefed in the morning, this is what you're going to say and this is when you're going to say it. And there was no one else available anyway because wasn't the other one in hospital, what's his name? Um, oh, um, Philip. 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 <laughs> so Queenie was busy, everyone else was around the bedside hoping he'd pull through, so Will's had to kind of take, take one for the team. But, um, yeah. It's definitely the wives. It's definitely the wives. Auntie <laughs> Sade, any comments? Um, yes, so Candy says, the difference between the brothers, William sees Brits as his subject and Harry sees Brits as his people. There's a big difference. Um, Afua says, um, the problem in is in saying that someone is racist or not racist. All institutions are racist. Racism rises in individuals when they come up, up against brown and black people. This is why black and white teachers, doctors, lawyers, police, judges can all um, behave in racist ways against black and brown people. It's important to understand the difference and the nuances. Um, yes.
Yeah. I mean, we could go on, but we've got to wrap up for take a break. We're going to take a break. Look, come on. We ain't got no commercials. How's <laughs> that? Huh? We're going to take a break for five minutes and we'll be back in five minutes. This is your Aunties Could Never, our anniversary episode. One year, guys. One year. Woo! Why did we need to break? Sounds. It's not working. And we're back. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you. We had some, you know, technical hitches and stuff like that, but we're back. We're back. This is your Aunties Could Never, episode 54. And it's a special episode because it's our one year one year it's anniversary anniversary, anniversary. <laughs> um i'm auntie ak and i'm here with auntie farah i'm auntie nana and i'm auntie shade hey my ladies and we have some special special guests in the room some of our favorite con contributors our commenters say hi ladies coming all the way down here. Thank you to the Cube Studio. Big them up. Thank big you, up thank, you. thank you, thank you. Thank you. And big up our crew. Thank you, everybody. So now we've, we're, we're moving on to Auntie's Know Best. And this is the time when we lay down the law, give our advice and tell you what we think you should do to resolve your damn issues. However, disclaimer, yeah. We will give you the best advice we can give, but we are only giving advice. We're not lawyers, we're not doctors, we're not psychologists, we're not therapists, we're not all of this stuff, we're not scientists. We're just giving our opinion. So take it with a pinch of salt. Do not come for us. We'll, we'll come back for you. Anyway, um, Auntie Sade. Yes. Have you got a problem we need to solve? I have a dilemma for you, ladies. Okay. okay, so here it goes. Dear aunties, love the show. Can you help? My boyfriend is a known rapper. We've been together forever, and even before he started to get known, it, although he hasn't fully blown blown, these are actual words, he is very well known. Um, like every couple, we've had our ups and downs. I've even forgiven him for stepping out, etc. But I've always been behind the scenes as I know how messy it can get. And I've re I'm rarely on social media and I only have Snapchat. And I, if I do go on other socials, I usually do that through my friends or my sister's account. So anyway, it's been made to, known to me that my boyfriend, let's say in the recent past, has had some unsavory things to say about dark-skinned girls oh, shit. on social media. <laughs> I can't lie, I was in denial about it, especially because I myself am a dark-skinned woman. So I can't believe that he would say something like that. But after investigating with my girls, it looks like it was true and it's only a matter of time before it goes viral. He knows that... Um, he knows that I know and he has said that he didn't mean it, but I can't lie, it's made me question why I've always been in the background. And also my girls have pointed out that all the girls he's cheated on me with are light. I love him so much and I know he loves me, but honestly, I don't know what to do. I know that if I don't stand by him, it could potentially destroy his career. Auntie Nana, what would you like to say? Oh, um, uh, whoa. <laughs> um, it could potentially destroy his career. So to me, that would suggest that he said something really repugnant and I wouldn't care about his career. I would be putting myself first, my self-esteem. And if we had any future children, just the fact that he's been stepping out repeatedly with other women 
like this guy is questionable so you you'd leave him like there shouldn't be any type of loyalty for a scumbag <laughs> and yeah you deserve better like regardless of what he put in his tweets all of that jazz that's separate i wouldn't care about his career going forward because he hasn't cared about me in any way so i i would be off gladfully and when the shit hits the fan i'd be on there like doing little emojis like crying emojis <laughs> i'd just be trolling him i'd be a troll i want to know is she really his girlfriend because no 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 because the thing is she said she's always been in the background and i don't mean does she think that she's his girlfriend i mean like does he consider her to be his girlfriend? Because if he doesn't consider her to be his girlfriend, that's why he's whining like this. Because you cannot have a girlfriend and be acting like that. You can't have a girlfriend. This is the woman that you allegedly love, right? And then you're gonna be going around trolling people that look like her. That don't make no sense. So I wonder if she is his friend with benefits, which is why he keeps her to the side, which is why he feels like he can say whatever he wants to say, to the open world, you know? And also, if that's why he's telling her, it will ruin his life if she blows up his ship. No, 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 he's not saying, he's he's not not saying, saying that. that. No, no, no. It's just that if it goes viral, yeah. that what But why they... does she say she doesn't support him? It will go, it will ruin his life. If she doesn't stand by him. Yeah, so in why? that sense of like, you know, like because she's dark skinned. Yeah, but and nah, if she, if he can't roll her if out she stands now, by But this is my him, thing. My thing is this. He wasn't rolling her out before. Don't roll me out as your lifeline. Mm. Fuck you. No offence. <laughs> Fuck you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, no. <laughs> 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 my thing is, get all the offence. No, all the offence. Take that back. All the offence. <laughs> because my point is, why are you in the dark and then talking about, I need to have his back? You're in the dark, dark skin girl. <laughs> He is not showing you into the light. Yeah. And he's cheating with you with light-skinned girls. He's telling you he don't rate you. Yeah, yeah. Why That's are you I there think. holding him down and he's not rating you and he's got backstory of talking about dark-skinned girls and you're there talking about, I'm going to, if I, if I, oh, fuck off, man. I'll beat you. <laughs> if it was my sister, I'll beat you. Love it. I understand, you know, you get digmatized. Mm. Maybe his lyrics are bad or something like that. <laughs> Maybe he spits all the bars and when he's spitting bars in the bed, you're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. No, no. You're in the sidelines, you're in the dark, dark, and it's not happening. You don't need to think about anything further than the fact that he's got, it's not your business to save him. We're going to talk about this later. It's not your 100% business. Get him gone. No one cares. Drop him off. And if it goes viral, that's his business. And yes, you're going to make a stand for all the dark-skinned girls who have been dissed, actually. For that sisterhood in this moment. Yeah. Forget standing by this rapper <laughs> who's going to... He, he, the thing is, they don't even get held accountable anyway. Exactly. He's going to go far. He's actually going to blow even more. He's going to have all the controversy, make a tune, two tunes, and then, you know, get on a boat, party with some chicks, and it'll be all good. So get him gone, stand up for your black sisters and get out of here, man. Auntie Shadow. I mean, when she was like, oh, he's cheated on me a couple of times. <laughs> it's like, it's a wrap, basically. Do you know what I mean? That's a wrap, it's a wrap, it's a wrap. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think she can't, she can't really win because she, she stands by him and he said something really bad. Like she's going to look like an idiot. Mm -hmm. And if she leaves, then she won't reap the benefits of his potentially um, exclusive. <laughs> 
<laughs> Basically. Oh, oh yeah, so, bags. So yeah, because I'm just like, what's the motivation of her staying? Do you know what I mean? Birkin bags. Birkin bags, it might Mate. be. So yeah, uh, it's a, it's a sticky like, one still. What's her name? Lalani. What's that girl? Tion Wayne's troll. That girl. Lani. 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 That's what she needs to do. She needs to like, Cut all ties and just like make them. She needs to do you know what? what? I'm saying the bad boy pieces. That's what I'm saying. She needs to. She she should actually. Yeah. Sorry, this is just pretend. But she should 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 actually go to the sun or something and be like, I've I've got some information. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And I can verify it. I can be your source. Yeah. Basically. Make more money from getting two Birkin bags. Because he don't care about her. He doesn't care about her. Let's get some comments. Anyone advising Auntie Darkskin? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Arms, so Jeff Schumann says a grown man rapping, he needs to find meaningful employment. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Uncle Jeff. <laughs> um, sorry, one second. Uh, my say, uh, according to my f- saying for the week, fuck you, no offense, fuck you, thank you, <laughs> Auntie Farah. <laughs> Yeah. And we've got a few people. Glennis says, I'm so proud of you all. Oh, and of course, also saying, we, we, we love how um, now you have great sound, which is great. Yay! Yay. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate um, that. Ladies in the audience, do you have anything to say for Sister Darkskin? <laughs> Auntie Antoinette. Oh, bless her. Um, number one, he does not love you. Or he, I don't even think he likes you. He's, he's, he's treating you like a mushroom. He's just keeping you the dark. Because he knows that you're not on any social media. So he's out there doing what he wants. If he is really sorry for what he said about dark-skinned women all those years ago or whenever it was, bring her out. This is my girl. I said what I said and I was out of order. I shouldn't have said that. But this is my girl. This is what I stand for. Yeah. But no, he's not doing any of that. And then she's like, oh, how can I, you know, stand by him? He will be fine. Do you, girl. He will be fine. Bringing her out thing, I'm not up for that because I feel like he's bringing her out now to save himself. Like, no, fuck you. That's what I stand by that because no, why should I save you? You wasn't thinking about me when you was dipping your doodah in Tom, Dick, and Harry or Fiona, whatever you want to call women's names. Yeah, no, might <laughs> Tom, Dick, and Harry for all we know. But um, no, he yeah. doesn't. He doesn't no, deserve I, it. He doesn't deserve it. Yeah, no, I agree. He, I don't think he deserves mm. it. But I'm saying if he thinks that. He is sorry for what he said, and he does. He wants to dispel that, you know, this dark skin myth or whatever it was he said. Then say, I have a dark skin yeah. person. I shouldn't have said this. That's how I meant about bringing her out. But just to say that. But yeah. But I'm with you. I mean, did we not just talk about? a foolish man being willed out to protect William. Why is it that black people, as soon as it's within our own (laughs) community, we're more forgiving? This is the same dynamic. Why are we wheeling out this poor woman to be, to fend for this idiot? He showed himself the first time, didn't he? Like, he literally showed himself, that's that, that's that. She's playing a mugs game. In the rap game in 2021, colorism still where it's at. Mm-hmm. He's gonna, he, when he goes upwards, they will get lighter from what, what he's like shown himself to be. No, dash him, dash him, simple, you know? It's not, I don't know why he, could, why he should roll her out at the 11th hour. Mm-hmm. 
then she's just playing like, I don't know, she's covering his ass For Basically. what? For what? Oh, that just made me think of Stormzy and what was his girlfriend at the time? Maya? Maya. Yeah, just the whole hating on the black girls, the dark skinned ones, just don't really get it. But at the same time, there's this elevation of the chocolate man, but the, the dark sister's always been put down. I think maybe it's a jealousy thing, really. That's the only thing I can actually conclude out of it. I don't know. Just silly. I'll just move on, really. You're wasting your time with him. Talk about it. He doesn't appreciate. Well, yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> doesn't appreciate. Move on. Mm. The mushroom hairstyle went out in the, in the 80s, isn't it? <laughs> Allow it. Treat you like that. I want to I'm using that. I'm using that. I am using that. The dark, like a mushroom. Treat me like a fucking mushroom. Yeah, I'm using it. Like a mushroom. Like a mushroom. A mushroom. That was that's a fancy one. Even that's a fancy one. A common toadstool. A common button. Listen, button mushroom. Alright, so sister, please leave that man immediately. Yeah. Auntie Nana, have you got an issue that we need to resolve? I have an internet kind of dilemma situation that I really want to get you guys like opinions on. Okay. Alright, so it goes. I was told to babysit my stepson because the mother will be working the whole weekend and my boyfriend went home. I'm presuming that's to his family. Okay. Accidentally, I received a picture from an unknown number of them both on vacation. I've been crying <laughs> nonstop. <laughs> my heart, crying emoji, heartbroken. Emoji. Fuck it now. Ladies, what would you do if your husband did this to you? Wait, wait, wait. It's a stepson. Wait, hold on. So the stepson, wait, wait, what? Calm down. Pause. Stepson Ooh. said, I'm going on holiday. No, the no, wait. dad. No, wait. The dad. Wait, wait, wait. Hold, hold on. So <laughs> my yeah, husband, my, okay, my the husband father of the, the ex wife or the. Or baby, baby mother. mother. Yeah. Yeah, are on holiday and the ch their child is with the stepmother. Jesus Christ. Well, you know what I'm doing? Wait, 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 wait. This is where you have to get smart and vindictive. That's what you do. Okay. So it's not the kid's fault, right? Firstly, it's not the kid's fault. Cool, isn't it? All right, you're on holiday. All right, cool, isn't it? That's all good. That's all good. Where's your, where's your money? Where's your things? Okay, I'm packing your shit, yeah? When you come home, you will find your shit outside. I'm not taking that on the on the ute because at the end of the day, the mum's on holiday, the dad's on holiday, them they're playing a, a whole match like on holiday. You have to be smart and vindictive, deal with him in a way that's gonna hurt him when he gets home. Let him, you know, if you wanna be with your babe mother, go and be with your babe mother. You can't come around here, don't treat me like no idiot. He's gonna find himself with no money, no clothes, no nothing. Cause actually I'm not even packing this shit, I'm burning it. Are you taking me for a fool? Are you taking me for a fool? So hold on, so the, the husband <laughs> yeah. went on holiday with yeah. the baby mother. With the mother of yeah. the child, your stepchild. Yeah, that yeah. you're looking after. That you're looking after. So they've gone to reconnect in, in Shangri-La, in Dubai, yeah. in somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. And I'm babysitting. Mm, yeah. yeah. And you're asking me what we should, you're asking us what we should tell you to do. What would you, you do, do <laughs> if you was the wife what would and I you found do? this out? What yeah. would you do? Smart and vindictive. What Go to sleep. <laughs> What would I do? <laughs> <laughs> what's your shadow? I mean, Auntie Nana, what would you do? I mean, oh, what's your shadow? No, what would yeah. you do? Sorry. Uh, what would I do? Um, 
it's a tough one, you know, because I, 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 I think that it would involve violence. I can't lie. It would. It involves some some degrees of violence against both of them. To be honest, um, I might actually go on holiday too with the son, Ooh, and um, yeah, I might meet them there. I might just meet Sorry, them there. Actually, Nana, does it say how old this son is? Because it if doesn't. the son's old enough to stay no. by themselves, I'm gone. Oh no! no. You just no, no because the, your baby's the, the, the child. Though. It's not the kid's fault. Wait, but you can take them to their parents, though. But so I might take you to your parents. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. How old? Yeah. Now, what's the situation? It says babysitting. <laughs> My step is a little. Okay. So babysitting could be up find to parents, find an auntie. Here you go. I'm out. Wait, it's not the kids. It's fault. not. Yeah, but hold on. Wait, wait. Listen, like listen, listen. Probably listen. got a bond. The fact yeah. that she's babysitting him while the parents are away—that means that they've bonded, wait, so right? They're married. They're married, or they're in a long-term relationship. So it must, yeah. must be married. married. All right. Say nothing. So. <laughs> <laughs> So you've got a relationship with the child. Yeah, you've got a relationship with the child. It's not about the child. It's not about the child. But the child also, because I'm vexed and I'm hurt and I'm crying, the child's going to suffer some the toxic... The child is going to suffer. Toxic, yeah, toxic Let's yeah. take, remove the child from a toxic environment, because that's what social services would do, because also that might be, they might be called. Cool, <laughs> so, actually, let's remove the child from a toxic situation, because I'm not in my right mind at this point. Yeah. Right. Child goes to auntie, godparents, grandparents. Let's remove the child from this situation, then I can get about my business, because every, like, doors locked, stuff's burnt, credit cards chopped, banks blocked, mess up your whole shit. That's it. But just remove the child from the situation. I don't want to be blamed. Mm. Yeah. I can't lie. I can't lie. I just don't know. I don't know whether on their return, I just don't know. I just don't know. <laughs> like, if you, if I see them Red again, mist. like, Full do you know mention. what I mean? Like, Red mist. I think it would just be mist. Like, you yeah. know, that dark mist. I don't know what could happen. Yeah. I, I want to do the worst thing. Yeah. And I feel the way I want their heart to think. No. I'm no, going, no, no. I'm taking the child and we're going to that. Israel. Oh my God. <laughs> to Israel. And you're just not going to know what happened to us. I'm going to do this for free. I know I'm going to prison. I know I'm going, I know this is real. I know I'm going to prison. But it's better I do this so that your heart sinks. There's no trace. You are literally wow. like, I've lost my child. Wow. My child has gone. <laughs> wow. And then I'll just pop up and get enough. It's longer. No, month isn't long enough. No, it needs to be hellish. Six months. <laughs> it needs to be hell. Like, I want you to believe I've killed the child in knowing this. I, I can't, I can't. The, the rage. Can't. Like, literally, when I, I read this, I, I was like, <laughs> killing them isn't enough. But I feel you. <laughs> I need, I need that. Your, I need your heart to drop. Like you know, like your heart drops on the floor, and you're like, oh my god, what did we do? Like I want you Let's to swim in that pool. It's a violation. It's yeah. an extreme okay. violation, man. Okay. Yeah. Holiday. It needs an extreme wow. consequence. I'll do time for kidnap. <laughs> what do you get for kidnapping? Like, and the kid will come and visit you, you know. <laughs> we, would have, we would have had the best time in Israel. I don't know why Israel comes to me. I don't know why. Because it's, <laughs> it's hard to get in. It's hard to get in. No, but who wants to go? No, no but people do want to go, Russia. Yeah, they do. I'm I mean, sure it's beautiful. But I mean, Israel's hot and stuff. I mean, let's get some comments because I'm scared of you. Auntie Shade, get me. Like. No, 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 I'm right there. I'm, I'm with you, man. Yeah, you can call me. No, 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 no. <laughs> the thing is, 
so I feel like I've helped too slightly. Yeah. I mean, are we doing this? Are we, are we doing this? They're on holiday taking pictures, bros. Yeah, it's true. Are you taking pictures? Oh, hold on. Look at the picture. No, but Michael, okay, so what? So, do they want to get caught? Why did you do Their this? Their baby mother sent the they're, picture. They're laughing at you. They're basically laughing yeah, at you. The, <laughs> drinking. Yeah, the baby, the baby like, mother sent the, the picture. The baby mother is angry, jealous. The baby mother and she's like, back. yeah, you need to know what the situation is. I told you to tell your wife. You said we was going to be together. I don't know why I'm doing an American accent. <laughs> <laughs> See? Okay. So, sorry, I need to compose myself. I'm so, I'm so angry for her. Situation. Okay, so Red Border <laughs> says liberties. Where have they gone in the middle of a pandemic? <laughs> Report them. Risking it all. Um, Okoye says I would take the boy on holiday the day before the parents arrive, and I wouldn't tell anyone where we've gone, but I will tell his parents. Um, that's your sister. Um, Jeff says walking away silently hurts them even more. Yeah. No. no. I'm sorry, That's Jeff. It. Love you, but no. <laughs> I mean, it's real pain. You know what, yeah? Someone told me, yeah, that sometimes you have to decide whether you in enact the revenge or you let God. But you need to know when you do it. And yeah. I think yeah. this is the case when you do yeah. it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? you got to take that. This is a liberty. You have to. Yeah. 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 Sometimes yeah. silent and dignified is it works. And then other times silent and yeah. dignified. Yeah. So there needs to be silent and dignified. Do it too. Yeah, well, double God will power me to, <laughs> to do it. So double. Let me get, let's get... Sorry, sorry, yeah. <laughs> get some um, audience comments. I just in the order. We've got to wrap this up quickly. Give us some quick fire answers, aunties. Okay, I would say um, I would drop the child off at a relative and then I'd binge watch Law and Order um, Special Victims Unit for tips. <laughs> because it's going down. Something's going to happen. Like, it's a violation. I'm watching Law and Order again just to get some tips <laughs> because I'm plotting. Yeah. It may not happen straight away as they come back, but something's going to go down. Oh, yeah. I'm still in shock. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even start to comprehend the situation, really, so I don't know what my solution would be. <coughs> long game, long game. Yeah. They won't know anything, but the divorce would have gone through, like, that all would be sorted, and you'll come back thinking that things are sweet. But I'll have um, tapped into my fuck you fund that all women should have. And then when I'm ready to depart and everything's sorted, I will expose you lots of madness on social media. Call it's you not way, out. You know what? It's the way that Cindy has delivered it is like, you, you, in the time we discussed it, she planned it and plotted it. <laughs> the way she delivered that answer was like, okay, so here's the plan, yeah? This is what we're going to do. You know do you know what I think? Yeah, I'm, I'm taking bits of that and bits of yours. Do you know what I'm doing? I'm making out like nothing ever happened. Come home, baby. Oh, babe, how are you? You're right, good. Let's go on holiday. Let's go to Israel. Let's go somewhere, you know? Go somewhere where, when I take his passport and I leave him there, he's fucked. How are you getting home now? Yeah. What are you doing now? There ain't no British continent here. What are you going to do, you fucking bitch? Yeah. Fuck you. you. Know what you can do? Just yeah, I was about to say, yes. no, Cindy, let me say it. Order some green, 
Saudi Arabia. Yeah, maybe it's Saudi. Maybe 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 Saudi. For the for the for the culture. For the 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 Cut to Cindy. Cut to Cindy. Thank you. Anyway, this. this is a section where we talk about what's going on in black culture, popular culture, social media, what's going down. And uh, I went American too. You did. See? I didn't white see? face though. But see. Uh, no. Anyway, okay, so look. <laughs> Speaking of cheating. There's a lot been going down in our culture recently. We have had Sawitie and Quavo, poor lasses, they've broken up. Why? Because Sawitie hinted that her man had cheated. Are you saying that? No. Listen, I'm doing my report. Can you guys... Oh, sorry, sorry. Pim, please. Sawitie has said that she implied that her man had cheated. And so she's no longer for the cause of Quavo. And Quavo has responded in her ambiguous claim that, yep, she weren't happy in the situation and he wasn't as loyal as she thought. He was like, I thought you were a better woman than that. Hmm, pause. And he also removed her <laughs> items that he bought her as well. Um, a Bentley. A Bentley. A Bentley. At that. I'm saying items because yeah. items. So that's that situation. Then, moving over to the UK. Well, he's not UK. He's not British, is he, Derek? He's American as well, isn't he? No, he's American. Hmm. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Anyway, I don't... These people. So then we have Derek Jackson is his name. He's a renowned black relationship guru. He speaks to us poor, broken women, gives us all the advice he on how to us. be, <laughs> how to... <laughs> not us. Not us. He speaks to you. In quotes, sarcastically, <laughs> he speaks to us, broken black women, about how to be better women and how not to take men that take treat us like shit. He's our guru, he's our god, and he gives us all the advice. <laughs> However, I'm talking metaphorically. <laughs> okay? Can you let me get through my points? Sorry, sorry. 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 Thank you. Sorry, sorry. There's a lot to say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's also been caught out cheating for many years on his wife. And so, what I want to ask, there's a few things here, because when Sawiti came out and said, peace to the gods, and said, I'm out of here, but she also revealed the fact that her man possibly cheated, there was a lot of backlash talking about, why are you revealing the things? Why are you talking about it? Why are you exposing the thing? And even Quavo's response, saying that I thought you were a different woman, basically saying, I thought you'd be a woman that would stand by me, even though I've done shitty to you. I don't expect you to talk out on me. So I want to ask, number one, why are women expected to be loyal in this situation? Number two, what is it about our men? And I'm talking about our men, because it's about our men. That feels like it's um, like a rite of passage to cheat, like it's normal, like it's a man thing to cheat. What is it? And number three, <clears throat> with Derek. Everyone, there were a lot of black men that were saying, laughing at him, saying, you guys are fools, this guy's a fool, he's a cheater, and all that stuff. Should we have listened to all the bit of black? We, I wrote a lot of the guys cussing him off. Like, you lot are just jealous, you're just bitter. So, and the fact that they were calling him out in the beginning, 
are we to say then that there is no such thing as a good black man? Oh, that they wow. all cheat. Wow. Wow. Discuss. Wow. <laughs> that was Why a lot. Pew, 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 I told you there was a lot to say on this. Oh, I'm wow. not going first. Auntie right. Nana. Okay, We've so. got three questions to answer here. God. The expectation that black women will keep shtum and um, allow you to do your fuckeries and we will either just leave you quietly but not expose what's going on. That's real. Yeah. And the fact that he like had the goal to go under her, her tweet and be like, I thought you was a better woman than this. Like is, it, it's that real expectation that I can fuck you over and you're not gonna say anything. I'm so glad that Swahili did <laughs> talk on it really because she's she's young she's influential she's set a tone and hopefully more people will be like i'm not gonna put up with this and keep quiet and just be like oh we just broke up like they're gonna expose she could go further i really hope that she does <laughs> i hope she brings out more information about him but um yeah it's not okay and there's also other women that were also yeah like kind of being like, why is she talking on it? Like, that's tacky. And it's like, that whole thing of tackiness, I could go on a tangent, because to me, it feels so much like snitching. Mm. It feels like a setup. Yeah. Like, they set up this way of society, does you over constantly, but you feel bad talking about it. Right. And then they put a cultural slant on it. So black people don't feel that they can snitch on each other because there's this overarching snitching thing that you don't talk on the fuckeries that have been done for you for centuries and they've made it a part of our culture. But yeah, the men, it, it, it's out of order. What was the second question? Um, <clears throat> here we go. Uh, why didn't black men cheat? I haven't, I, I don't, but I, you know what? No, I do know. I think it's easy at this moment in time, this doesn't mean that it's going to be like this forever, but black men are in demand. And what they don't realise is that their sexual prowess is actually real power. And the more you spend it, the less power you have. And the fact that it's like black men rinse out their sexual power in their youth and use it wantonly around the place, they don't actually realise how detrimental that is to themselves and us as a community. So I understand for the fabric that has been built around us with um, white pathology, that there is this heralding of black men and their, and their kind of sexual allure and black men feed on that because they don't know how powerful they are and you're just spending it and you're just wasting your essence all over the place. I wish they would get in touch with that notion that actually you, you don't even have to be monogamous but if you're really focused on who you are and what you're building life would be so different but just going about fucking everywhere is the same as the school to prison pipeline there's it's the same shit it's the same trap that they're falling into um and the third one Derek, should we listen to black men, you know, oh, pulling out? This they... guy was a con man from Jump. Yeah. I was in <laughs> Essence and he had a stall and he had the longest line selling his first book and he sold out on day one and a half. He's just used black women's insecurity and he's been a con man from time and people needed to listen 
to the fuck. You need to listen to a fuckery's man mm. that's saying, I spot another fuckery's man, listen to them. Yeah. Like, because they're just true, they're telling the truth and you stay away from them. But people wanted to give money. And even this whole scenario, I really feel like it's marketing. I feel like he's planned it all, put it all in place. Now his name is ringing around the world and there'll be so many women that will feed into this bullshit of, I'm in alignment with God and I needed to go through this test and now I love my wife. And they're going to buy his second book that he has out now. It's ridiculous. Like the hustle is so real, him going live, his wife in a bonnet, like, <laughs> all of this shit is just brilliant fodder for him selling his book. And uh, yeah, I just wish we were smarter. Auntie Sade. Um, yeah, all of them. <laughs> all of the above. Um, I think the black men cheat question is a very, very loaded question, yeah. in my opinion. I think that all men have the potential to cheat. I think all women have the potential to cheat as well. Um, we don't really talk about black women cheating in the same way, oh, but they, like they, they, they really... <laughs> I don't know what that word means as it pertains to women. <laughs> but it's a very real thing also, because who are the black women cheating? No, 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 my question is, why? And do you know what? Let's, let's clarify. It's like a rite of passage. It's like it's expected at this point that a, a man. And, I'm, and the reason why I'm sorry, the way why uh -huh. I'm framing it as black men is because we're, it's a black show, black women, black talking about our culture and our communities. That's why I'm centering on black men. So the other people, we know black, we know men in general, you know, can cheat. But in our community, it seemed to be a given, isn't it? I think it's a very very strong negative stereotype do you okay. know what I mean I think it's that and I think it's it's kind of woven its way into kind of like trying to turn up like it's a truth and I just don't think okay. that is ultimately the case do you know what I mean there's plenty of people in relationships and they don't you know they don't break up all because of cheating it's just not the tr truth really um but I think that, you know, definitely in entertainment, in music or, you know, that sort of thing it is, you know, that story is played out over and over and over again. And it seems just to work in that that machine. It yeah. seems to work in that material mach marketing machine. You know, Sweetie was an artist. She got with Quavo, who was also an artist, you know, notorious rapper who's around a lot of strippers, around a, that kind of world. Do you know what I mean? Sweetie is almost seen as a good girl type girl in her world. Um, do you know what I mean? And then, you know, she's with this rapper and he cheats on her. Oh, wow. Like, Sweetie's now going to go find herself and become a bigger artist. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> really and truly. And it's this, this happens over and over again so I think like you know I just don't I, I yeah I just don't like that kind of framing mm -hmm. um what was the other question Is there... um about women you know, women being expected to be loyal in this situation and not to talk up the things so yeah I just think yeah I think that's misogyny to be honest yeah. you know what I mean like and you know women police women in that as well so um but yeah I just don't think I just don't I just I, I think if you, if that's your truth, then say what you want to say. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We live in the world of social media now. People, some people, are comfortable putting their business out online. But I don't, um, I don't think that's really any different from before social media, when people would be like, "Don't air your your house business." Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Don't tell your aunties about you know how I 
beat you the other day kind yeah. of thing. Or, do you know what I mean? Yeah. That sort of thing. Or don't tell the school. It's just the same sort of thing. It's just trying to control um, people who they believe are weaker, really mm. and truly. With regards to Derek, <laughs> oh, mate, I just think, like, honestly, I think I've said this before, like, unless... She, we don't know that she is an Hollywood actress. Like, what the fuck was she doing in that bonnet? I just don't, <laughs> I don't know what was going on, but it just seemed like, oh, I'm such a house girl and I'm just going to sit here. It was just like, do you need, do you need help, love? Like, do you know what I mean? Just blink <laughs> twice. Yeah, honestly, like, what was going on? And it was just the way he was clasping her hand. Like, he literally physically just didn't want to let her go. And I just thought, like, I think I said to you guys in the group, like, it just seemed like the same relationship as Regina Hall's character in Girls Trip. Like they're just trying to stay together for the, um, mm. for the business. For the business. Do you know what I mean? He's a millionaire at the end of the day. Not many people know that. Million He's or million? Million. He's okay. a millionaire. Do you know what I mean? He's built a reputable company. Um, you know, people buy into stuff. And it's not just women. It is men too. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. It's like there's a proportional, good proportion of men that listen to what he was say, saying in how to be a better man. Do you know what I mean? So like, and I don't think it's necessarily always insecure women that are listening to yeah. him. Sometimes, and this is the thing, it's like with these characters, sometimes if they're talking sense, you can't disagree with that. It's hard yeah. to disagree yeah, with yeah, if at the points that they're talking sense. Do you know what I mean? He's a good looking guy. He takes care of himself. You know, do you know what I mean? So I can see why he's popular. But I just think like, yeah, I don't know. I think they're trying to keep the lights on at the end of the day. Mate. I think I wouldn't be surprised if she's in on it too. Um, and this whole narrative about stand by your man is just bullshit, really Absolutely. and truly. So yeah, those are Auntie Farah. Why? Um, <laughs> let's just talk about Quaver. Okay. Yeah. So I think I have a problem with when you do shit and then you expect for the person that you've hurt and broken their heart Mate. to hold your shit, to hold your corner and not say nothing. She was quite dignified, let's be real. Yeah. She didn't come out and start naming names and saying all the things that she did. She just said, yeah, I'm confirming that we're not together. I checked out a long time ago. Yeah. You know, I had to recognise that I can't allow certain behaviours. That's what she said. Then he's come out and acted like a little bitch, let's face it, yeah? <laughs> he's come out and he said, I'm disappointed in you. What, you're disappointed in the fact that I said that you cheated on me? Did you cheat on me? If you cheated on me, what's your problem? I'm yeah. disappointed in you. Don't let's split the script. Exactly. I'm disappointed in yeah. you, right? What you should have done is shut your fucking mouth, owned your shit and kept it moving. That's what you should have done. But no, he spat his dummy out and yeah. acted like a little bitch. The next step that he did after putting this, replying to her tweet was to go and get the people to go and seize her Bentley. Now my thing about this is like, I get that if you are paying for the Bentley on finance, you don't want to keep paying for the Bentley on finance because you're not with her no more. But my point is, you're paying for the Bentley on finance. So maybe <laughs> you shouldn't have got her a Bentley in the first it's fucking place. Like, who are you trying to, like, what are you trying to do? Yeah. Did you do that because you're cheating and you was like, babe, I'm going to get you a Bentley. This is how much I love you. I'm prepared to take on this debt for the rest of my life or however long it is. It's just like, no, Quavo, you're all types of wrong. It made me laugh that Offset was trending. Mate. <laughs> because people was like, right, you need to go speak to Offset because whatever he does, we like, he ain't got no Offset D. That's what people were saying. Like, it's just like, that made me laugh. But it's just like, I, I am 
bothered when the person that does wrong acts like the victim yeah. and that we should feel sorry for you because someone's exposed your fuckery. Yeah. You know what, what I mean? Like, I think you sent a, I can't remember what Chip said. You said he sent a tweet about... Oh, oh, you say yeah. again. I don't oh, like, something about exposing your business out there. And, no, and, and like, if you're, if you're, um, something like if you're a hoe, then you can go back to hoeing. And if you're a good girl, you can carry on and be a good girl. But, so, but, but carry yourself with dignity. And it's just like, shut up, Chip. And Chip, I've got a lot of time for you, but you, you just also need to hold your corner. Because why shouldn't she be able to come out and speak her truth? Yeah. As I said, she didn't actually say too much. She was very dignified in what she said. She could have come out and named names and dates and places and all of these things and exposed him. She didn't. She simply said, I'm not with this man. I checked out a long time ago. I had to recognise that certain behaviours was not for me. That's what she said. Exactly. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. Exactly. And if you are the wrongdoer, you should own that and feel sorry and apologetic for your wrongdoings. Not fight that person because they've held you out. That's my issue with that. This Derek dude, <laughs> I don't really know too much about him, all right, firstly, but I heard, I heard that he took this chick to Miami yeah. and was like doing them, yeah, he flew her out. He was doing the most with this chick, yeah. and now the shit's hit the fan. He's like, no, that's not the story, morning glory, all this kind of shit. And it's just like, he's clearly trying to save his brand. Yeah. And possibly, it sounds like to me, the wife is trying to save the brand. Who knows what they've really got going on? Because apparently he was with the wife before he was with the chick that he cheated on. I don't know. It's all types of messy anyway. But yeah, I, I, as for all black men cheating, I don't think that all black men cheat. I think that people have a tendency to do things if they feel like they can get away with it or they feel like they're in control or in power or even if they're just unhappy. It's people, you know, women cheat as well. So we've got to look at shit like that. There are some very, very good black men out there. Won't name their yes. names. Some of them are in the studio. But yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just how it goes. It's just how it goes. I mean, so, okay. First of all, first and foremost, oh. I want to tell a little story because I went out with a guy. This was four or five years ago. Four or five years ago, a long, long time ago. Um, my point, we was together. Eight months in, man, man, man called me and said, I've got something to tell you. I'm still with my children's mother. So he shit at the fan. But also what man tried to say to me, what he did say was that also, if this number calls you, <laughs> don't answer it. So like, okay. So when that number called me, I answered it. And we, me and his children's mother had a great conversation and it established a few things. We were amicable, we were, you know, we were nice. We were cool to each other and we established the facts. And in the end, he went back to his children's mother where he should have been in the first place. But when we had our establishing conversation, verifying facts, getting all the, you know, lining things up, dotting our I's, crossing our T's in this conversation, you know, he had the cheek to say to me, I can't believe you spoke to her. So I was like, but, 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 but wait. <laughs> but wait, though. Hold on. You took eight months of my life, yeah, on lies, yeah? on lies and I'm supposed to be loyal to who? To you? It's me and my sister, me and my sister girl, first of all, and my, I'm loyal to myself. I'm loyal to my child that you met, all of that type of shit. So I was like, I really can't stand this sworn to secrecy um, silence that we're supposed to do as women because we're made to feel shame for wanting to fucking take to the streets and blow a man up for doing fuckery. 
that's the part I because so when they they came for sweet sweetie, I was vexed. <laughs> okay. And I don't do this loyalty shit. And why? And it is misogyny. It's shaming women for even getting into a situation where you know the man's questionable or I don't even know what I don't even know what the mind what the mindset is where you guys think. It's okay, you know what, you, she's going to have my back. It's that arrogance that we're going to have their back regardless what they do. Because we've empowered them so much, unfortunately, society, patriarchy, whatever the case is, we've empowered men so much that they think that even if they cheat and break our hearts and destroy us, we are still going to have their back, or we should, by force, have their back and carry them through their life. Whilst they go off into the sunset, mind you, because where's my man right now, by the way, people? <laughs> I beg you, like, out there, hi. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? Where's my man right now? But they're off in their relationship, happy, and I'm, do you know what? I'm even happy for them. Get on with it, because that's where you should have been in the first place. Sort your shit out, don't cheat out on anything else. But why are we expected to be loyal? So I, fuck all of that. And it's the same thing when Cardi broke up with Offset, you had the, the elders of the society, T.I. and Snoop, coming in with their advice, saying, go on, take him back. Don't hold him accountable. Don't be angry with him. Don't do nothing, but take him back. He's but just they, he just yeah. cheated on you. It's okay, love. It's, and putting that pressure on people. Um, Derek Jackson, I listened to some of his videos. I watched some of his videos. Yes, he's right. A broken clock, as they say, but you were lying the whole time. Mm. The whole time. And it's actually the men that were calling him out and laughing at him and saying, look, this guy's a liar anyway. It's interesting because like, they're the ones that are reinforcing the thing like, man cheat, so you women falling for him. Man's probably a cheater. So they're kind of reinforcing the stereotype too that men cheat. So um, that's my point. I think I covered everything. Let's get some comments. <laughs> okay, um, I'll just do like a few. So Candy says, never trusted Derek. He comes across as a creep and it comes as no surprise at all. Um, Ronald says, you ladies seem to be saying that most black men cheat. That is not true. No, no we're all we saying that. No, we didn't say that. that. It was a, a question that was answered well, and honestly. <laughs> yeah. um, and then Okoye says, go Nana, black power is real. The hating on dark women and using black men is uh, about power. The majority of black men are not about that life and dark-skinned black women need to ignore colorism. All these things are there to mess with our heads. We got to wrap up quickly. So my aunties and ladies in the audience, what do you have to say in a quick thing? Well, I'd say entanglement. Yeah, yeah. trust. We, we fall into these things as humans, but um, the choice of whether you're going to stay and see it through is yours ultimately. No one should coerce you like Derek's obviously doing to his wife. She's there like gritting her teeth. Um, so yeah, it's your choice. You stay or, or you say we're going to move on. Auntie Cindy. I think um, black women need to start to place their value higher. I think that we've overvalued some of the worst types of our men in the community and uh, that, that divestment needs to start to take place more so. I think unfortunately not all men, let's establish that, have bought into the most laziest tropes of themselves which is either to be a thug or a buffoon and unfortunately in the rap game it's really really like they take one or two you'd be the like you know clown or, 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 or the thug and the, in terms of this kind of um, ride or die woman that and, and it does fall into a level of um, misogynoir because it's very unique to the black woman experience yeah. as soon as they don't have to struggle you'll find that they're not even those type of men aren't even with the us kind of women so yeah, certainly not all. I'm married to a good black man. Chris. 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 Chris.
got to say it, got to say it. <laughs> but um, and, and yeah, I know I know a lot of good black men, but that's not what we're talking about. There is an, unfortunately an expected culture and um, a validation of um, men who have a state of arrested development, and we need to address that. And it's a truth. So, Auntie Antoinette. Just quickly, I would say I agree with what everyone said. I didn't know who this Derek person was until I think I looked on Facebook yesterday and then I saw a little bit of that video. He just looks wrong. Yeah. And the way he was gripping her hand and yeah, there's, there's something not right there. So, yeah. But, but again, I, like Cindy said, I don't agree that all black men are cheaters. And just for the record, we do not believe all of it. It was just a question that we put out there. <laughs> Arrested development and all of that. Um, so moving on to our last final little, well, almost final little bit. Ladies, what's made you sad, mad, and glad this week? Auntie Farah. Oh, I can, oh, oh, okay, I thought we were going this way, but okay. <laughs> so I am sad about the heinous act of terrorism against the American Asians in Atlanta, resulting in eight people dead, as well as the different levels of restraints that are shown by the police when arresting the shooters. I'm sad at that. I am mad at all the black people throwing their hands in the fire for Prince William. You can't throw your hands in the fire for Prince William because you don't know him like that. Sure. So I'm mad at that. And I'm glad that we made it to the one year anniversary. Auntie Nana. Okay, so I am sad that Quavo is a taker-backer because yes. I really do feel if you gift <laughs> you shouldn't take back. And that made me sad, because I was really like, what a shame. I thought you was a eight-figure man. Like, but you know. Um, and then I'm really mad, like this has properly pissed me off, that there's this mailing scam going around. And obviously I have an online business. And so many of my customers have been contacting me, like being like, oh, I didn't know I had to pay Royal Mail for my postage. And basically they get this text message because so many people are using online means to buy things. And then you're putting your details and they empty out your account. So you're putting your details, they start off with 100 and then they, incre they increase every hour. They're just taking money out of your account. So this is an online scam. Please, if you get any texts or I think it's even emails now as well to pay for fees on Royal Mail, um, DPD, they're, they're using all the means to try and get money from people. Do not put your card details in, just contact whoever you've purchased for and they'll tell you it's a scam. And I am glad that we are all together podding as well. Cheers! Um, so I'm also glad that we're all together one year. So yes, cheers. Um, I am mad that Rangers footballer Glenn Kamara was racially abused in a uh, game recently. He was basically, allegedly, the player said to him, you're a fucking monkey and you know you are, which is quite deep, yes. Um, and um, also I'm just disappointed that UEFA, I don't think they've done anything about it. And also Prince William, who's supposed to be um, using his voice to stop <laughs> racism in football, has also not said anything about it either. So I'm a bit mad about that one. And I'm sad that it's my birthday very soon and it's going to be in lockdown again. I'm sorry. I'm so sad. I don't know. Because my birthday's before the 12th. Oh. It's before the 12th, yeah. It's the 10th. We can 
We will <laughs> adhere to the laws. <laughs> we'll try and make it happen. It's your birthday for the year. We can, yeah, we can make it work. We can do a work event. A work event. A work yeah. event. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. On yes. record, yeah? Okay. I said a work event. Yeah, we're going to work on I said work. Work. I said work. Work. Okay. Okay. So I'm sad because I've stepped out of my comfort zone from the Android world and I've ordered an iPhone. I'm scared, Yay! guys. I'm super, I'm, I'm super so sad. Happy. Well I'm, I'm, I'm mad. mad. I know she's at mad you. at me, but I'm, I'm sad. mad at you. Hey, hey, why are you clapping over there? I'm super sad that you. I've done this. I had sad. to. I am. You're not. I am. You're not. I'm mad at Auntie Farah right now, making me argue on screen, on TV, <laughs> on our debut. Um, I'm also mad. Do you know, I'm, this is a foolish mad, but I'm mad, yeah? Right. I'm mad I watched three hours of the Jack Snyder for Justice League Justice oh League. Oh my No, wait. It. No, but wait, hold you on. You didn't like it? No, 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 I've seen it all. Do you know what? I didn't click. I've been yeah. so, wait, I've been so no. busy, right? I didn't, my brain didn't do two, two, two plus two made four. I made 27 out of two plus two because I think, I just thought it was like a new film. So when I'm watching, yeah. I'm like, hold on, but hold on, wait a minute, but hold on, hold on. I've seen this, but I've seen this. So what? And it was only like three hours and I was like, I've freaking seen this. I don't need the extended singing background no, bit. Better. It is well, not better four hours there's never any need for four hours <laughs> i was mad i'm mad I, and do you know what, what i'm also mad about is the fact that it's not a new film i don't right. i don't need to watch that again <laughs> like i said <laughs> i said i'm mad my time is precious <laughs> I'm also glad I completed my census. I'm very glad so I won't get fined. Oh my <laughs> God. Your flipping political appeal so that you don't get fined. <laughs> I am actually a good girl and I completed yeah. it so I will not get fined. And also I'm really super freaking glad for my aunties, Auntie Farah, Auntie Shade, Auntie Nana. You guys made a dream a reality and oh, that is I love you all. Thank you. You're welcome. Love that was you it. Love you too. You have to love oh, me. Oh, um, shall I read some comments quickly? Yes, please. Is so, Kay says, um, I love you guys. I love that you guys prepare for your show. Happy anniversary. Okay. When's the merch coming? All the Patreon. I just want to give you all my coins. I will take those we coins. We will take you know? the coins. Don't worry. And Miss Tang says, Team Aries, Auntie Charlotte. Yes, Team Aries. Um, and ladies in the audience, thank you for coming down. Do you have quick sad mad glads? If not, it's fine. But if you do, let us know. I have no sad or mad. I just have a glad. I'm glad that I found you guys' platform. And I think I blitzed. Like, I, I watched one and I was like, oh my gosh. I was just there at work the whole time. Headphones on and that was it. I remember when you were on in the afternoon, I'd block out um, space and I wouldn't have a meeting so that I could just listen to you ladies. And I love the aunties. I love the vibe. I just love all of you. And... Congratulations for year one. Let's be here in year 10. Doing the same thing. Thank you. Thank you so what much. What Antoinette said. <laughs> and I'm glad because I made my first social event for a year. Yeah. <laughs> and. More comments. So Candy says, I'm glad the auntie in the White House checked the press when she said good afternoon and they didn't reply. And then Ronald says, I'm sad that Regina King was overlooked and I'm glad that we get to see you all together. Thank, Thank you, guys. Thank you. Um, auntie Nana, do you have anything to say before we go? Yes. I have an unpopular opinion. <laughs> <clears throat> so, I don't know if this is controversial, but it 
took me down the road of when William went on his little um, PR press tour and he was asked about Harry and he blurted out like, my family isn't racist. Now, it absolutely pisses me off whenever a white person says, I'm not racist. You cannot be not racist and brought up in this society. I swear, you can, the only way you cannot be racist as a white person is if you were brought up somewhere else on another realm. Because this whole world is governed by a white pathology which has you at the top and other races at the bottom. It doesn't matter if you understand there is going to be work that you need to unpack and you have to just deal with it. Like running away from the term racist or being really upset like Sharon when somebody says you're racist, embrace it. Because really I would go as far as to say that there, there is very few people on this earth that are not racist. Just embrace it, learn from it and work through it and actually start to remove the racism from your everyday walk in life. That's it. Take the term, you're racist. And on that note, I would like to say thank you so much, everybody watching at home, listening later on to um, your aunties could never. This is episode 54. It's our one year anniversary. Please like, comment and subscribe. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on YouTube. We're on Instagram. We're on all the platforms. And um, yeah, this has been your aunties could never. Thank you so much. Goodbye. <laughs>